0: Welcome to the Record Celtic Podcast. I'm Gary Armstrong and today I'm joined by Anthony Haggerty and Liam Bryce to discuss all the latest from Celtic Park. On the pod today, we look ahead to Sunday's Crunch Derby match, who will Brendan Rodgers start in his team at Hampden and will the Hoops continue on the path to a double treble? Also, we'll ask should Brendan Rodgers be Manager of the Year? So, we're going to actually start off looking back um, to Celtic's victory, another victory uh, against Hamilton this time. But again, Liam, it was an underwhelming performance. Again, against 10 men, you might say they struggled a bit to to get more goals. It
1: it was. It was a wee bit. They looked a wee bit jaded at times. Uh, And I think think Brendan Rodgers actually admitted, uh, we had a story online today where he said that it it's one of those games that it was a bit of a bore for the supporters. Uh, the, I, I think the getting that early goal, so in the second half, where Hamilton already down to ten men, Celtic two one up, it did kind of kill the game, and they were just it was just a case of seeing it through for Celtic after that. So it's uh, it's hard to you know it wasn't a great performance, but at this stage it's kind of all about just getting over the line in terms of getting these games. Out of the road, getting onto the big ones, you know, the, the semi final, uh, possibly the final, depending on how how it goes at the weekend. It wasn't it wasn't a great performance, and it certainly wasn't a great spectacle. Um, but it all kind of all kind of turned on that that red card, didn't it? I think that kind of spoiled the game a wee bit, I would say. And it was a kind of routine, if not very inspiring performance from Celtic.
0: Off to a great start as well. Cal McGregor, well, it could have been even earlier. It could well, have been you know Dembele.
2: What? I think Dembele's chance set the tempo of the game. See, if he scores that, I think Celtic would be run out convincing winners. You know, that kind of lackadaisical, lethargic way that he missed that, that opportunity. You know, and then Celtic laboured to the victory after that. And as Liam said the, the goal early in the second half against 10 men, that was it. You didn't see Hamilton coming back from mm. that. On the red card that absolutely shocking red card to be honest. I you know, I don't think referees help themselves in those situations. Darren Lyon is fresh in the referee's mind, you know, but when you see the incident again it's you know, you if you're gonna be that pedantic, pull the two of them together and say, Cut it out you know. Yeah, especially. Especially Darren you. Lyon, you know, or else you will, you will go off. You don't react to and Cain and, and Tierney's not exactly blameless. Yeah. You know, if he's going, to, if he sends Dan Line off, then Keonti Tierney probably merits a yellow card. You know, and I think Martin Cannon alluded to that afterwards. But yeah, I, again, it was one of those Celtic performances have been quite frequent this season. where oh, they've laboured and struggled to find the back of the net, and as Liam says, the countdown now they're just ticking them off. You know, so uh, it's not it's not about it's more about substance over style in terms of the, in terms of winning the league. At the moment, you know.
0: In in terms of Dembele's um, sort of opening, was it fifteen second miss? Does that kind of sum him up at the moment a wee bit? A wee bit lack of confidence. I mean, he, he would have just stuck that away. I think he's microcosmic
2: ago, of his kind of last few months. You know, uh, just he looks like a player that seemingly going through the emotions. And again, and I've alluded to it many times on these pods. I think. Like Sunday, that flicks his switch. Ibrook's flicked his switch. He comes alive. He's got a great record for, against for big Rangers. games. Yeah. He just comes alive. But the fans are wanting him to come alive every game. You know, you look at Lee Griffiths he's not kicked a ball for months. Comes alive within fifty seconds of you know, of coming fifty seven seconds within coming coming on, he scored the winning goal. You know, that that's what the supporters want from their Celtic strikers. You know, Edward's the same. Flashes here and there, but they come alive in certain matches,
1: and Sunday will be one of those occasions again. Yeah, I've got a mate who's uh, absolutely adamant that Dembélé only turns up when the TV cameras are present. But I think maybe going with the performance at the weekend, somebody maybe forgot to tell him that the game was on VT <laughs> Sport. Whether, whether there's any truth in that, I don't know. But it is kind of it is alluding to it in that way that he just seems to switch on for big games, and he's just you wouldn't you wouldn't bet against him. You know, having having any say at the weekend again, and as he as he did at Ibrooks the other month, and it's it's a it's a it's a strange thing with him belly. You, you ask there, oh, is he is he back? Is he coming back? Is he? You know, is he going through the motion it, it was a couple of weeks ago, people were starting to talk about him. Oh, he's hitting top form again. He's back. Yeah, that's. The he thing. scored in the derby, and then he rattled in that free kick for France under twenty ones, and everybody's thinking, well, it's end of the season, Big Musa's And he's
2: passed for the winner as well, uh, so you know exactly. forget
1: that. And then, here we are a couple of weeks later, thinking, oh, is he gone back into that shell that he seems to he seems to go into at times? And it's, again, as I said there, would you be surprised if he scored at the weekend? And...
2: Well, I've said before, you don't win big games, you don't win a, a big move on big games alone. You've got to turn up for the likes of, because a lot of people are watching how you do, Perform against the likes of Hamilton, Ross County, Thistles, teams like that. You know, and if you're doing it constantly week in, week out, the big games take care of themselves, you know, in terms of the likes of Dembele and
0: Edward and players like that. You know, just, just on Griffiths, though, I mean, that was, as you alluded to, it was about 50 55 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> right. Really good header, well timed run, great cross from Scott Sinclair, but it's it, he just looked like he was enjoying it. Didn't Do you he?
2: know the great thing about? Lee Griffiths Lee Griffiths will be more than delighted at score. Just getting back in the groove. So yeah. hitting the back of the net again. See for a striker and what that does for your confidence. And just a wee reminder to the manager I'm still here, you know. Yeah. I'm doing what I do best. Dug you out a hole. You dug them out a hole at Ross County away with a free kick and another game that Dunbelli was off off the boil, you know. So and you ask you canvas the Celtic supporters. And they would have Lee Griffiths in the team every day, over Dembele because he bursts his hump when he runs the channels, and he's capable of creating something out of nothing. Dembele's more flair, and, and puts and put chances away, but again,
0: pops up with big
2: goals and big games. So that's your argument, and that's your that's what the manager has to decide
0: on on Sunday. Exactly, that's what I was going to say, Tony, and we'll come on to that shortly um, about who should start up front for Celtic uh, at Hamden. But ju- just finally in the Hamilton game, I mean, what. Why do you think Celtic not struggle against 10 men, but you know really take advantage of, of playing against 10 men, as we saw against Motherwell with the 0-0 draw and again against Hamilton at the weekend? Is there an answer to it, or is it a, a case of teams just sitting deep, soaking up the pressure and, and stopping Celtic from getting in behind Liam? Uh,
1: well, Brendan Rodgers, he ex- his take on it was... Uh, that you know, it's not always again. Well, you know, it's not always easy to to rattle five or six goals past a team that are down to ten men. And he kind of pointed to it as well the, the 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 key to breaking down a team, whoever the man sent off, is you know, it's tempo, it's moving the ball quickly, it's shifting it side to side, playing at a high tempo. And he seemed to think that Hamilton's. He didn't blame. I'm not trying to say that. Rodgers was blaming it entirely on this, but he thinks the the pitch at Hamilton isn't really kind of that plastic pitch isn't really conducive to playing high tempo, one two touch football. So I mean, you could exp- could be a, a reason for for um, the kind of. You know the jadedness at the weekend. Yeah, sometimes weren't, the, the uh-huh.
0: plastic pitches get a bit sticky, and it's, yeah. the, the ball doesn't travel as well.
1: weren't weren't great against Motherwell, um, but I mean they're not the only team this season who have you know been kind of nullified by Motherwell's uh, sort of doggedness and the kind of togetherness that the Motherwell have. You also have the Ross County game at Parkhead a, a week ago. Um, Andrew Davis sent off, and Celtic had absolutely no problem breaking Ross County. down. I know it's different on their home home turf, huge park, huge pitch, much more space to play in. Um, but I think it was that, that may just be like a kind of a mental thing. Is I mean that that goal within a minute of the second half starting, they kind of maybe knew at that point right where. Just setting first. You know, there's, year. there's no need to really go all out here greatest
2: irony in all of this is that Celtic coped with 10 men themselves at Ibrox
0: yeah coped very well
2: I coped very well Rangers struggled Celtic play Motherwell with 10 men struggle it's just a new fashion Tony you know, it's better uh, playing uh, football yeah, with 10 men yeah that chant they or we only need 10 men type thing you know so it's, it's a strange one because it is it's, sometimes it's more difficult you know managers have alluded to that. I think Brendan himself have alluded to that you know and, uh, but Teams struggle certainly,
1: yeah, to break down, you know. But you can't deny that they're not been playing yeah. with the same
0: no. verve same verve. There's no about yeah. times this uh-huh. season, you know, and further, But so moving on then, Sunday Scottish <laughs> Cup. <laughs> S- semi-final uh, well, well we'll find out shortly Tony but <laughs> we're going to get straight into it and we're going to talk Brendan Rodgers try and get into the mind of Brendan Rodgers or what you would do as Celtic manager we're going to go through it position by position okay. goalkeeper right we- we've talked about this mostly before Scott Bain's been very impressive Craig Gordon obviously left out because there fears for him o- on, on the turf at Hamilton Scott Bain very impressive at Ibrook's in the last game against Rangers but do you have to go with Gordon Tony? Do you know what
2: I, I, I would be inclined to go with Bane Yeah just because he's played the most football the two of them in the past few weeks in the run up to this and Bane's quite unflappable I'm not saying Gordon's not the same but uh, I don't know I, I just feel that he's played more football and he's got used to the players now so that he knows his position, he knows what he's doing, but, uh, he loves Gordon, doesn't he? Brendan, so, it wouldn't surprise me if Gordon starts, but, I, uh, my own inclination would be to just keep being where he is. What about you,
1: Liam? I think he'll go with Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, He's he's num- been his number one, uh, no, he's been out, but, you know, it's not not as if he'd be throwing him back in for his first game. I'm not taking away, I think Scott Bain's done really well, and, it, it wouldn't be a, a shock if he started, but I think he'll stick with his number one. I mean, I
2: think probably Gordon will start, you know, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see it being a, a massive shock if been kept to jersey, you know.
0: Well, it's not really a problem position at the moment mm. in the sense for Rogers. Moving swiftly on to the defence then, chance. Oh, So, back three or back four? Well, you, you go first, Liam. It's... Uh, well, we don't really know how Rodgers is going to go because he has varied it. But but for you, where do where does Celtic look strongest at the back? Uh, I
1: think I think he'll go back four. He's he tended to go back four against Rangers. Yeah, that seemed. I, I can't. Might be wrong, but I, I can't recall. A game where he went three at the back against oh. against Rangers. So that seems to be his go to more settled. Yeah. And more tried to, and trusted uh-huh. Seems to If be, you can trust a shelter defense well, it it what, <laughs> at uh, any given moment. You I, know? I, I, I'm I think i am dodging the big issue yeah. here by uh, just talking about whether he's gonna go three or four. Uh, so obviously, it's, it's which three or four can they come uh, together yeah, so name, name them Liam no, Obviously, no, come obviously on. The, the the I think I think Christopher Iyer, I think he'll go with uh, the young man. Who's really emerged this season? Caught out a bit for Hamilton's goal at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, had his had his critics after yeah, that game. Had his critics, but I think on the main, he's 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 been very impressive, and he didn't. Um. Uh, it wasn't a, wasn't a howler. He got caught out position at the weekend. It's not as if he's made a impossible handball. Uh, actually, well, I aye, mean, aye, there was that argument. It would have been harsh, but it's after. Uh, what happened the last time? Does he does he stick with Boyata?
0: Well, that was a that was a debate on the back page show on on Monday. Tony Boyata obviously had a bit of a a shocker at Eyebrooks, but you know that the quality is there, the strength is there. I mean, you talked before about him needing to be more like Bobo Baldi, which was a really interesting comparison. Yeah. It's a case of that, isn't it? Just defend first if he does start.
2: And and do you know the funny thing is that Rangers have thrown a spanner in the dimension here, but. Kenny Miller, hmm. Kenny Miller's a kind of <laughs> Celtic defenders hate, you know what I mean? And I know he's thirty eight and there's all sort of, but if Kenny Miller plays, Kenny Miller will give him problems because of and, his energy. And, yeah, yeah, and and if you're Rangers, you you would pummel Boyata from the very off and just see Kenny Miller go up against him, mm-hmm. see see what you can get, you know. And Kenny Miller's done it before to bigger and stronger defenders, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, and Boyata Boyata should be a a towering presence at the back of the pack there you know and, he, and, and the level he's played he's played for Man City he's a building at an athlete. I've said it before he should be a much more commanding presence at the back of that pack You should have a confidence in your own ability You should be striding the Scottish league like a colossus saying look at me look how good I am and I don't know what's happened to Boyata in the past few weeks, but he, he's playing like a player that's bereft of confidence, and Ibrook showed you that within three minutes. You know, the, the you're taught at school. The stands are there right for set. a reason. You know, especially if, if, if you're in indecisive and, and you're not playing at the top of your game, and there's maybe a crisis of confidence. You know, and I've all, I've said on this. What do I want my defenders to do? Head the ball when it's in the air, and if it comes near them on the ground. Clear it. We work and finish and skill later. We can't all be Ronald Cuming. In defence, we just can't. You know. But see, if you do the basics, then there's a there's a there's a high percentage and high chance that you, you'll win your individual battle.
0: So you talked about Boyata having the confidence. Would you have confidence in him starting at Hamden on Sunday? Do you think he is that we're agreed on? I but is he?
2: I think the manager will instill him with confidence. Mm. You know, he, he might to, not, yeah, he might not, eh, uh, fill the supporters with confidence, but he has to tell him, listen, you don't function. The double treble could be up the spout here, you know, and get it in his head that he's a big important player and just do the things that he's telling them, yeah. then they'll, they'll be fine. And, and, I'm not saying he's a bad player because
0: he's shown his qualities he's, he's before. He has. You know? uh, From an attacking sense as well, I mean, he sc- scored ahead at Ibris last he's season. A, he's a, yeah, re- yeah, re- yeah. He's going he to be a, a, and it, 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 as a As a
1: professional, people were talking the last time, I know Morelos' biggest contribution to the game the last time was a miss, but there was people kind of talking that, you know, Morelos sort of bullied him a wee bit at times and as a professional, well, boy, I'll be like, well, I'm going to show that yeah, I want to show that you know I, that that's not the case. It's a chance to do... redeem himself. Uh, if uh, not, he should be. Uh-huh. Aye, exactly. If yeah. not, he he should be. And you know, if if Rogers, you know, it could be a boost for Bayata if Rogers maintains his faith in him and says, "No, I'm going to, you know, you're going in again." Because I, I I believe that the last time, you know, that's not, you know, kind of representation of how good or how bad a player you are. I've got faith in you for this huge
0: game. So, uh,
1: it begs the
2: question: Why was Marvin Comper brought in?
0: Yeah, this has come you up um, a bit this week. So he's he's rarely featured. A million pound, I believe, Tony spent on him. Do do you have any inside information as to why he's not getting more of a look in?
2: I was going the fact that these guys, the manager watches these these players in training every day, right? So there's something there. He gave him what an hour against Morton. Was it ahead of Ibrooks when people thought he was going to get pitched in there the same way he pitched in Scott Bain. But there's by something
0: by all accounts okay against the championship team, but he did he did fine against Martin. Yeah. You know, there wasn't but, anything to to turn you away from
2: him. you know, and going back to the manager's record domestically, it's been pretty imperious. So you trust his judgment on that, you know? And uh, and I don't know what the situation is with Comper, but he's certainly clearly not done enough to convince the manager that he's worth a starting slot, and in a game of this magnitude, with a potentially historic double-treble at stake, that would be the ultimate uh, domestic gamble. And it would be by, the ultimate by, put by down Benham to Bayata, if you did sco- for, yeah.
0: for compare over him. So, so we're fairly settled then, I earn Bayata the likely centre-half pairing, Tierney left-back, Lustig right-back. Yeah, It's I, been the go-to,
2: hasn't it? So yeah, that has been the go-to, but I think Mikhail Lustig has shown signs of weariness and fatigue, and yeah, you know, and just switching off at times and concentration. And he's and he's not the solid, reliable type that he has been in the past couple of seasons. And you know, it, another sus, suspect and weak link, I think, in the in the Celtic team, which Rangers could possibly exploit.
0: Yeah, maybe with Windass wind Wendass if he plays down yeah, the left, I mean, it, yeah. the accusation has been labelled. Um, at Lustig like a few times this season but we'll move on to the midfield so several options uh, Tony's looking forward to this one there might be an Australian player who, who <laughs> pops up we may have an opinion on Scott Brown a certainty I
1: think you might go with Brown have you got money on that? Nah, well I I'm not that confident but right. I, I think you might go with Scott Brown okay well that that would you know, be Capitano
0: absolutely <laughs> that would be a safe bet so Brown after that are we certain about anyone?
2: I, I think he, do you know what? In these kind of games, he likes Callum McGregor. Yeah. Right? Good record. Callum's, yeah, good record and big game scoring and, but he's always a forward thinker, Callum McGregor. Whenever he receives the ball, he's, he's moving forward. Yeah, he's, ver- he's, he's very, very creative. He's very creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, you know, Shammy might bring in to, to store things up. You know, Armstrong, creative, another creative type, you know, so you might fancy that. Or again, Going back to my favourite person of all time, Tom Rogic, but Tom's got a cracking record in big games. And he likes Hamden, he's scored many times at Hamden. So, so you know... so
0: Tony, are you admitting that Tom Rogic should start? I'm not saying he should start, but <laughs> I, I'm,
2: I'm saying I will understand the reasons if he does start, because he, he, he can produce, big, or he big has goals. produced big, big goals, goals in big, big games. Big moments, and again, yeah. this is another, another big game where they might need a, uh, such moments, but I think he'll maybe, he likes McGregor, as I've alluded to, you know, and, and in has got a decent record against Rangers as well, Carl McGregor, and I think he'll want Sham for the safety factor because they'll need protection, that back four will need protection. Yeah, Browning you know, and Browning and Sham. and Sham will be the, you know, the, the kind of safety valves, you know, depends what two he feels are creative, McGregor and Armstrong or McGregor and Nogic? I think it's per many, two from those three.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Armstrong has been, I, I certainly think he's been an impressive form recently. Just that kind of driving from midfield, that from number eight to number 10, ball on the edge of the box, having a shot or creating a chance, I, I think he's likely to start.
1: I've, I've, I, I'm inclined to agree. I think, obviously, that. so many options for that area of the park and so many guys who all offer something a wee bit different to the other one, which is obviously a great problem to have for Brendan Rodgers, but I'm thinking Armstrong might get I don't know who else, but I think Armstrong might get an odd in that I think when you look at Rangers one of the the key criticisms of them in recent weeks is how easily they seem to be getting overrun in midfield Guys, he saw it at Motherwell, especially for the second goal. It was Alan Campbell. He just ran straight past Graham Dorans and behind, and that kind of running power in midfield seems to give Rangers problems because they don't. They've not really been going with a. Like a traditional sitting holding midfielder. Greg Doherty's not really that kind of yeah. player, neither well, is Doran's. You might see Ross McCrory coming in. I, I don't know, but that's a problem for the Rangers, Rangers, podcast. For the Rangers podcast, yeah. Uh, they can deal with that one. But I think <laughs> that you might I could see the sense in playing Armstrong for his for there's his running. Plenty power. of legs there, there's, that's there the thing, and you need legs at Hamden, plenty of, of running in McGregor. white as well, spaces so. at
2: Hamden, exactly. And again, getting back to you, what I've touched on with Roger, you know, he plays bit parts, doesn't he? So does he give him the hour? Produce something special? or Did you give him the half hour after they find themselves chasing? To see produce a moment of magic if you can. So I think he might. It's changing circumstances for Rodger. Mm-hmm. I think possibly mm-hmm. on Sunday. Uh, and what there's
0: al-
1: So sorry, there's also a, a kind of psychological element with Armstrong. is a guy who's not. He's been out for a while, and he's not made as big an impact as he has. Yeah. Last season, but we've seen him in recent weeks. He looks a bit more like the the player he's um, that we kind of grew accustomed to him being last season. So there could be an element of you know this is your this is your moment to to go out and make a big impact this yeah, season. Yeah, you,
0: you could foresee the likes of Stuart Armstrong possibly hitting a winner because yeah. um,
1: he's going to be having to, been out. He's going to be desperate to. Come. Or Roger.
0: Or Roger. Uh, yes. yeah, exactly. Do you foresee that, Tony?
2: Anything's possible for Tom to be fair. You know what I mean I, I, as I say, I don't dislike him, I just think he's capable of producing a lot more. But on these occasions I have to hold my hand up and say he's never let Celtic down.
0: What what about the wide men then? So we talked about possibility of Rogic, McGregor, Armstrong, probably two from three out of them, would you say? Yeah. Forrest's got to be a starter, doesn't
2: he? Well, people are saying that James Forrest is a potential player of the year which up until just after Christmas I would have said would have been a stick on but he's I don't know he's kind of slightly below regressed that level the past couple of months you know and he's not been of you know not set the high standard in the last couple of months he has for the, the rest of the season and had Patrick Roberts been fully fit I think Patrick Roberts would have played a bigger part yeah. after Christmas uh, Big Gamble playing Patrick Roberts probably not the fans probably would prefer to see Roberts because he's, he's an exciting player and uh, he's a bit of a fan's favourite, and they want to see more of him, you know. So, but that's again that's down to the manager. But he's kind of he's kind of tried and tested with Forest, yeah. what Liam said, you know. So wouldn't surprise me if Forrest started with Forrest Roberts off, being the impact yeah. man.
1: Forrest offers you a bit more going back the way as well. Rangers yeah. are obviously their, their big threat is it's usually coming down, down than yeah. Candice and. Tavernier, uh, so I think Tony might be right. You might see Roberts later on, fired mm-hmm. legs, uh, big space, big spaces, huge pitch at Amden, obviously. And as I say, Forrest is he's kind of got the pedigree for these games, and he does offer you a bit more going back the way as well as offering a lot going.
2: And Bearing in, in mind, Roberts has got his own demons in that particular game when he missed an absolute sitter, yeah, and Ronnie Dylas. Celtic team, you know, the open goal and which I think still wants him to this day so if Roberts gets the chance I'm sure he'll want to make amends for that one, you know
0: Yeah, there's a few players that there were a point to prove Mo- Moving on to the, the forward areas then, so this might be, you know the million dollar question Griffiths or Dumbelli, or both? Or Edward? I
2: think he'll start with Dumbelli You yeah. know, I think it's I think he brought Lee Griffiths in last week Again with having Lee Griffiths with the impact player in mind, you know, if Dembele has one of his, you know, shrug of the shoulders games after an hour, whatever, you know, throw on Griffiths if he if he needs to, or if they need a goal, you know. But uh what what a weapon to bring on.
0: Yeah, I you know, do you sense that Griffiths is the guy that if he's left on the bench he's really motivated to, of course, to prove the yeah. point. And,
2: and, and the thing is with Griffith Chris is the ultimate team player you know he's, he's he's came on he's he's had his wee kind of verbal spats for time at Fir Hull. he wasn't happy to come off but the manager spoke to him and he's seen him laughing soon as and probably told him this is a team game Lee just you know watch it you know I know what I'm doing and he can't argue with that but I think he's kind of knuckled down and he'll be ready to play his part he wants to play his part and I think as a, as a manager that's brilliant You've got a striker who's capable of brilliance in Dembele at any given stage. But see if he's not, then you've got a guy who's equally desperate to bust out the traps and play his part in, in another successful season for Celtic. So, and then you've got Edward, another who can show the occasional flash of brilliance as well. So, it's a real embarrassment and it's easier, which, which you feel Celtic have got the edge in that sense. You know, they've got game changers. On the park and game changers on the bench, which
0: it's more depth, really, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And you've not even mentioned Charlie Masonda.
0: No, I haven't mentioned Charlie Masonda you know? because I think it's unlikely. Yeah. He could feature later on as a sub, unlikely Poss- to me, possibly. But that, that's what I mean. So this this highly rated kid for
2: Chelsea is not even in the picture or the frame at the moment. Yeah. But these are the kind of games that throw up unlikely heroes. That's very true. Yeah. So Masonda could well him on and play some kind of cameo and do something, so I wouldn't
0: know about it. What about Scott Sinclair? He's he's probably the most talked about player, even above Tom Rogic on this podcast this season. Did, would you start him?
1: No. Oh,
0: okay. No, I don't think Bo- so. Bold
1: call? I think he dropped him for the, the, last, the last derby and I know he set up the, the winner at the weekend, but I, I still didn't think he, he had that great a game. Sinclair he just doesn't, just doesn't look like a player who's. I know we we keep going over it, but yeah. he's still he's, he's not he's bereft of confidence. Uh, yeah, it's I mean I don't like, want to just keep you know. Like, <laughs> he can't you know, be relied, relied upon but, at
2: the moment. That's the bottom line. I think that's uh, uh and that's games. Uh, the magnitude of this game's massive for Celtic.
0: Right. So I think we've we've reached somewhat of a settled team. You've got Gordon and Goal, uh, Tierney left back, right back, Lustig, Iron, Boyata. Browning and Cham. After that, we're looking at Forrest. Strong McGregor Forrest. And, then, and that leaves one person. Then, does it? Yeah. No, you're spot on. Four, five, Thank one. You, hey. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, was th- I was talking asking. about. I was talking about how good it is these <laughs> days playing with, with ten men. Oh, right. right. uh, okay. Okay. So more generally, then Tony, for you, where's this game going to be won and lost?
2: It's going to be one and lost in the midfield to front areas, you know. Celtic, I, I say this, and I've said it for a, a wee while now, that we're in a moment and period in Scottish football history We're just, where Celtic are just stronger than Rangers, you know. They're a better team and have better players. Now that, won't stay, that won't stay ad infinitum. But at this moment in time, and there's a big game mentality about the Celtic players at the moment, stemming from their manager, who is a quality operator. so, And I just think that Celtic hold the edge now in these ties. And there's an interesting one that if Celtic do win, that'll be 10 games in a row. And that'll be the longest domestic, sequ- or the longest sequence that any of Celtic Rangers have gone uh, winning and not winning. I don't know if you were aware is it, of that. Is
0: it undefeated? As it, uh, oh, it must be undefeated. Well, I uh, undefeated. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: this is quite quite a record.
0: I, I believe Rangers
2: did nine up until Celtic played them in the Scottish Cup in 96, 97 Need to check the years, but I think it's in Canio and Malcolm McKay not a two zero oh, win at Celtic Park, and Rangers were on nine games undefeated. That would have been ten. Celtic stopped it. So another. Potential record
0: for Rogers. Yeah, and yeah.
2: Yeah, and, 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 you know, it's just different things like that at the moment that Celtic are, are racking up and clocking up, you know, and, but I just think they're the stronger team, but I, it's a Rangers, Celtic, Rangers, Celtic game. You cannot write off Rangers. This is their season hinges on this, you know, in terms of success and, uh, uh, silverware. You know, they'll want to finish second, of course, they will, uh, but they'll feel that there's, there'll be a massive effort going into this on Sunday from Rangers.
0: The question I was really wanting to ask both of you is: Who is the pressure more on here, Celtic or Rangers? Because it's it's this you know double treble. Celtic are expected to win; they're the favourites. They've got a the better team. Marty's obviously under pressure.
2: Pressure still on Rangers. To go and knock Celtic off that pedestal on their perch. You know? And, and show that they can go toe toe, toe toe with them, you know, and and uh, stop that kinda of ten in a row mm-hmm. record. Yeah, I think you the know
1: pressure and the pressure's gonna remain on Rangers until they find a way yeah. to beat Celtic. And I think the manner in which they lost the last time, having the man advantage leading twice in the game and they still couldn't get the job done. I think that just heaps more pressure on uh, on Rangers, and it's going to stay that way until they find a way to. I
2: think Celtic so. to beat I Celtic. Celtic around Rangers' heads now. It's almost you know it's it's become a quest. You know, it's not any other game anymore. It's a, there's a real kind of you know a determination about them, and the they thought that the last game at Ibrox was the the big big chance. And it was their big, big chance. they had all the momentum you know, If
0: you remember going back to the draw for this game, the line from Marty after it was yeah, the yeah. players were cheering in the dressing room.
2: And I made the point at the time that I thought that was Seems naive like management. Of, <laughs> doesn't it? I thought that was naive management in the extreme. You keep that in-house. You keep it indoors. Yeah, nothing wrong all with you it, want Nothing but... wrong. Completely and utterly. Why wouldn't you? You know, but again, going back to it, if Rangers get the result, then... The, the cheers will have been worse they'll, they'll they'll, turn and say we told you so we felt that we could do this this time but uh, they have to try and match Celtic because Celtic have got big game players big game mentality and more often than not have produced Hamden, Ibrox Parkhead so it doesn't really matter where in the past nine games you know Celtic have been what, two draws? seven ones, two draws. Brendan Rodgers' record: one each, no nil. So that's that tells you all you need to know.
1: Yeah. So if you're talking about pressure, it's it's, it's most certainly on Rangers. Yeah. Celtic, I think the players are probably maybe putting a wee bit of pressure on themselves yeah. because they they'll have heard you know people saying oh they're not the same team they were last season they're not they're not been as good this and that so they will want to go out at a big stage and. You know, show that you know we've, we we are still we are still as good as we were last
2: year. Well, a chance to make history, Gary, as well. You know, double treble Rangers were came the, the closest. United beat them in '94. You know, in the Scottish Cup final, but that the, these chances don't come around very often. You know, so they'll want to take another stride closer to that.
0: You talked about Marty and naive management I think was your phrase so Rodgers as we alluded to earlier came out and said Celtic were boring against Hamilton is this clever management? Is this a motivational factor for the players? Very much so yeah
2: of course it is you know I think it's also just to shake them out of their lethargy you know which we've touched on a few times in the pod and various results mm-hmm. this season there's been a lethargy about them Those are no above. No, you know so you know that, and I think, but again, I go back to it. And games like this, they've they've never struggled, or they don't usually struggle. So how? Yeah, I think
1: that those comments from Rogers that there was part of it was talking about it was in reference to the sort of circumstances of the game, the sending off. But I think maybe maybe I don't want to be too much into it. But he he said it was a bore for the supporters. So that's maybe a, you know,
0: so we something is just a we yeah. A, it,
1: you could say that it, it might be quite a deliberate choice of words. uh yeah. So and, and to remind the players that they're paying money to be entertained, for the supporters
2: and there's, there's a duty for the players to turn up. You know, like some Musan guys. Yeah, <laughs> you have to turn up. Yeah, people talk about you have to earn the right to win games. That's, that's a true phrase because you have to turn up. Yeah. He earned that, right? You know, and I think he
0: was just, you know, rattling their cage a wee
2: bit on that one.
0: So, moving on to your, your favourite moment of the podcast, gents. Uh, I'll go to Liam first. Predictions. <laughs> oh. um, how's it, how's the game going to pan out? How do you see it unfolding, Liam? Uh,
1: I think I think Celtic will win 2 0.
0: 2 0, they'll keep a clean sheet. I, I...
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, uh, hopeless at these. Hopeless. I've two words Did <laughs> Yeah, I I forgot about the big man. Um, now I do. Th- I do think Celtic will win it. I think that, that that last game was the big chance for Rangers to get one over on them, and and
0: maybe a big motivational factor to Celtic. Say, Look, let's not get yeah. ourselves in that situation again. uh
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. um, And I think as Tony said, Celtic are in their heads. Rangers a wee bit. And it's not I know they you know, 4 0 win for Rangers last weekend, but they've not been in great form heading into this. Um but I mean at the same time they'll know that this is their season, this game. This is it. Uh I know they're still, you know, pushing to finish second, but it's a trophy that Rangers really want and but again, getting back to it, I think I think Celtic will just have too much. Tony, where will your money be going on this weekend? I think Celtic will have too much for them as well. I I
2: just think that bigger, better and stronger at this this juncture I'll say 3-1 Celtic I'll give Rangers a goal
0: Okay, and I'm aware that uh, the two of you have got to get back to your desks and do some uh, proper work shortly but there's (laughs) one thing I wanted to touch on Uh, Record Sport Online did uh, an article uh, a couple of days ago I believe Liam, looking Mm -hmm. at who should the manager of the year be so plenty of candidates in there like Steve Clark. Jack Ross, even David Hopkins, Neil Lennon but also Brendan Rodgers so should Brendan Rodgers be manager of the year for you Liam? Uh, he wouldn't
1: get my vote no uh, I, I mean it seems strange to, to talk about a manager who's on course to make history as not being the manager of the year but It's a difficult one isn't it? it, really it is. Is not, as, and I just think maybe it's the fact that Celtic have been so visibly not as good a, as they were last season and there's just—I mean, not not taking anything away really—but there's just another story this season in Scottish football that I think kind of uh, eclipses it a wee bit, and that's Steve Clark and Kilmarnock. I think he's the man for
0: for that award, in my opinion. Well, you visited Mister Clark earlier today, Tony, for the manager of the month. Third in a row, third in a row. Exactly. Would so who would get your vote? I and think, should, should it be Rogers?
2: I think there's two outstanding candidates this year. And for me, it's Steve Clark and Neil Lennon in that order. Yeah. And it is incredible that you're not talking about Brendan Rogers when he could uh, win a historic double treble. But the problem with that is the votes are cast before we know yeah. the, the outcome, you know? And if Rogers could only win a double treble, then people might look silly. But I think you've got to say, Steve Clark, if you're going to talk about manager, you're sure manager is improvement, yeah, on the year before and this is the ultimate Cinderella story in Scottish football. Steve Clark sat in the stands when Kilmarnock were bottom of the table. No wins. No wins. And now, if they win on Saturday against Hamilton, they could conceivably catch Hibbs in the, the fight for Europe. Hibbs, who have came up from the Championship under Neil Lennon, gone to Ibrox twice and won, gave Celtic troubles as well. So he's improved them. You know, they've beat Aberdeen. You know, who have been the established second best team in the country for the past three years. So those two candidates, I think you have to say in terms of what the relative terms, I think, what what they have achieved with both clubs, get get my vote, Clark and Lennon in that order. But if your man wins, if Rogers wins a a double treble, then custard pie in the face for everybody, I think, whose votes before the event, you know that's just going to be
0: OK well that about uh, wraps things up for this week we will obviously be back next midweek to reflect on the Derby this Sunday thanks Liam for joining us and thanks again Tony don't forget to subscribe at iTunes or audio room to get the podcast as soon as it's available and if you liked it please review and rate us on there too thanks again for listening